take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. I'm so excited today because we have a big, big guest on our new platform. Drum roll, please. That Chad's drum, mom! That drum roll got off to a shaky start. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally used the drum joke. It was like, yeah, I was I accidentally was like, it's Chad's mom. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works. <laughs> Happy accident. The joke is Chad's mom. So what was the follow-up? Because Adam, you were you were about to say something else. You saw, you went to the theater, and then did you you had something else? You saw you it at the, the the biggest screen in the United States at the time, uh, in the seventies when it first came out. And is it true that you fell asleep at the theater during Star Wars? I totally fell asleep. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bored during that movie. And you oh know what? Gosh. It was really interesting because they could never do this now. But there was so many people in to see that movie that we were, we were sitting on the floor. I mean, there was people in the aisles. I mean, and we were literally just sitting on the floor. And so, and I you were one of them. And I was one of them. And... I got tired and I got bored and I wasn't that interested. So I just laid back and went to sleep. <laughs> now, so not only you weren't, okay, today everybody just reclines back in those luxurious chairs of today. Right. I can see you falling asleep. Back then, they were just hard, straight back, barely reclining seats. That would have even been more understanding than falling asleep in the aisle. <laughs> Well, yeah, but in the aisle, I could actually lay down. Oh my gosh! What? Were there were there people walking over you to go get refreshments and go to the restroom? I don't know, was, I, Adam. I was sleeping. <laughs> okay. At what point did you fall asleep? Like, I mean, it's a two-hour movie or whatever. At what point did you actually nod off? I, oh no, it wasn't a nod. I slept. It was, <laughs> You were out cold. I was out. You got better sleep well, than at home. Well, you know, Mark enjoyed it. Chad's father enjoyed the movie. He thought it was very good. <laughs> and you so, know what? He kept me safe from people stepping on me, okay? It was actually, we were um, just dating at the time. So that was a good impression, right? I just, he takes me to a movie <laughs> and I just. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, sleep. like, you, this was 77, right? So Yes. I was born in 80, as most people know. So it's not like you had the excuse of being pregnant. You weren't even like <laughs> old and married. Oh, you, were, you were on a fresh date well, with the man that would, be become, that would become your husband. 
hey, he must have thought it was pretty good because he still married me. Yes. <laughs> it took a couple just... more years, but. <laughs> well, if was... I remember correctly, you weren't a huge fan of my would-be father um, at the time. Oh. So is this like early on? Or... This is coming from the guy who started the show by saying, this isn't going to be like. Don't air the dirty laundry. Oh, oh yeah, but he knows this. I did not like him in the beginning at all. He was very cocky. Very cocky. Women are attracted to that. You know, most women, but I have never claimed to be like most women. <laughs> but well, that's I true. am totally my own, my own girl and unique. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you settled down with him, had three kids with him. How many grandkids do you have now? Three. And 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 so so he, he it, it worked. It worked at the end. Was he was he was he kind of did he have that sort of roguish charm like a Han Solo? <laughs> Listen to some of the people who were considered for Han Solo before they decided to go with, I mean, everybody's favorite. They they just nailed the casting of, of Han Solo, but they were going through Kurt Russell, Nick Nolte, Sylvester Stallone, Bill Murray. What? We can't get away from no. Bill Murray. No, we can't. <laughs> Bill Murray's everywhere. Christopher Walken, Jack Nicholson, James Caan, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase. They they passed on all those people the only to one, go with Harrison Ford. The only one I could even possibly see is that character is Kurt Russell. The mm -hmm. only person yeah. I could see out of all of them that you know maybe I mean nobody's going to be better than Harrison Ford in that in that role. No, no, but no, I could see why they would have considered Kurt Russell. But I, I can I can see that Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, and 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 they had to talk. They had to talk Lucas into using Harrison Ford because Lucas just wanted to use a bunch of no namers, and Harrison Ford had actually been in American Graffiti, which was mm. Lucas's big hit before this one. So they had to. It's just interesting. This whole movie is full of happy accidents because nothing went the way it was supposed to go, and it came out. It was vastly over budget. He had a nervous breakdown during the making of it. It almost didn't make it. And to imagine that this film came this close to not even being made. And, and being I completely wouldn't have fallen different. asleep. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten a nap in. <laughs> you know, but I mean, and weren't, 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 weren't there rumors or wasn't it true that most of the cast on lunch breaks were just like, what the hell are we making? Like, like what, why did I sign up for this movie? This is... Yeah. This I, this is never going to make it. This is just a joke. Get me through this job. I mean, wasn't that kind of the attitude? Like nobody believed in 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 Lucas. I mean, it was just it, it's it's amazing that it even it, it even came together. And 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 I and I and I want to know, Mrs. Bischoff, have you seen Star Wars since then, or is that your only experience with it ever? <laughs> have you watched it at home? Have you ever seen it since then, or? Otherwise, it might be a short episode. <laughs> yes, I have seen it since then. And mm -hmm. in fact, I've seen a lot of the episodes. And um, I've even seen some of them in the theater where I did mm -hmm. not fall asleep. So it must have well, been that good. comfy floor. 
<laughs> that, <laughs> that dirty, gross I know, right? theater floor, hard. And I think back of that now, and it's like, oh, oh my gosh, it's just disgusting. Well, just think about the feet, the feet, the dirty feet that have like, you can't walk into a theater now without slightly sticking to the floor. Like you were sleeping in that. Your hair might have been in, in that gunk. If I remember right, I had a jacket and, or maybe it was Mark's jacket, and we laid it on the floor <laughs> for my head. It's, I was going to ask you to, to, to paint the picture, you know, were you leaning up against him and he's cradling you or you on head on his lap? No, he's just like, go into the corner. And you just <laughs> lay on she's, she's in the fetal position as he's, he's just eating popcorn. He's leaning eating popcorn forward, just enjoying in a seat. this. Yeah. <laughs> Get off of me. I want to watch this movie. <laughs> My confession is I was incredibly bored by A New Hope, the original Star Wars from 77. Going back and watching that much later, I don't even think you fell asleep in it. I don't think I even got through with I don't even think I made it all the way through it until I was in my 20s or something. So, so you just I'm literally you. shut it off. I, I, I mean, shut it off. It was, it was yeah. boring compared to the other ones. So was, I, I pictured, here's what I pictured when I went back and watched it. I, I pictured a George Lucas, a young, a young man in college. Mm-hmm. And as he's writing it, he's like, I want to write my movie. Because yeah. <laughs> like you go back and it was like, he was so whiny in, in A New Hope. He was so whiny oh, yeah. in the first one. It was so much more simplistic. It was so much. And I've since grown to love it. I want to, I want to redeem myself in that. I, un, I understand the, the significance behind the first one. And the POV of it, the the launching of the world that you're in, and all that kind of stuff, is is really great. But the other two that came that followed that had new directors, yes. and 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 all that kind of stuff, and bigger budgets, way better. Like there's way more going on. I mean, the whole the whole you know learning that it's his father is probably the biggest moment in cinematic history ever. Spoiler. Oh, come on. If, if we're spoiling anything right now, my hey, God. Hey, even I've seen that now, Adam. <laughs> New this April from HyperX. It's the HyperX Clutch Controller. Get better control of your mobile gaming with its comfortable grip, directional pad, analog sticks, and shoulder buttons. This versatile controller can fit a variety of phone widths and can also connect wirelessly for use on tablets and PCs. Learn more and pick one up online at HyperXNHP.com, Amazon, Micro Center, Target, Best Buy, and other fine retailers. Need some adventure in your life? What Mad Universe is a podcast where two guys delve into the history of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror, and the impact it's had on pop culture. Everything's the same politically, but we have ray guns. The the actual motive isn't to explore something that's, quote, yeah. scientifically possible. Or... But neither is Star Wars, and I know there's arguments about that, but I would definitely consider Star Wars science fiction. You haven't it's... read Dune! You have... No, I haven't. You can never be the Kwisatz Haderach. What Mad Universe on the HyperX Podcast Network. Do you love Japan and video games? Well, so do we. We're Kinsey and Mark from Kyoto Indie Dev's Chuhai Labs. Join us twice monthly for games, silly Japan news, and all-around nonsense. We stink at making commercials. <laughs> we f***ing got this one, bro. Be sure to stop by the Chuhai Labs Discord to chat about our games or ask us questions. Chuhai Labs and the Nasty Labs Podcast. We're legally the best. <laughs>
this first one is uh, it takes a little bit more maturity to appreciate it. It's it's not as much instant gratification. It's slower. There's so many parts that have become Star Wars that aren't in the first one, like the Imperial March. Da 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 da. The Darth Vader song. That mm-hmm. song isn't in the original movie. The uh, Yoda is not in it. There's just, you know, Darth Vader's flying around in a TIE fighter. Like he's a, like just a pilot. Um, a lot of different things that just got better with the later movies that, in the, the sort of the slow pace to it, that lightsaber battle. If I could pick a part to fall asleep to, and I think where I shut it off for the first time <laughs> was when Obi Wan and Darth Vader are doing their lightsaber duel and they're like men in their late sixties, slowly like fighting with their canes. No cinematography, no choreography. And you compare to that to the empire strikes back and return of the Jedi and how great the lightsaber battles were. And it's just got these two old men barely touching their canes together. And when Darth Vader kills him, he just disappears. It's like the cheapest effect ever. It's just like they cut it. He's no longer in the robe and it just falls down. And as I think that's where I turned it off. I'm like, this is just too old. This is too old and slow and lame. Uh, I'm glad I went back and watched it. Well, what's funny funny. is, yeah. So I was, I was talking to, I was talking to a guest that we've had on the show, Roland. Uh, Mannerin, who was on talking about 70s blockbusters, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he was telling me, he goes, and this was, I was I was 31, and we were talking about Star Wars. He's a huge fan. And he was like, you got to watch it, you know, episode, watch episode four. Then you watch episode five. He's like, you, you, you learn that he's, you know, uh, that he's his father. Then you go back and you watch the prequel. So you learn how, Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Then you finish with, at the time, would have been, you know, the sixth film. Mm -hmm. So he lent me his box set. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to go relive so much of my childhood, so much of everything. I put in, I put in what is now a new hope. And, and I get about halfway through and I'm like, I've never seen Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I had never seen the movie. I knew because everything we knew was about, you know, films four and uh, five and six. So I had never, I had actually never gone back. My first viewing of Star Wars, the movie you fell asleep in, mm-hmm. I was like 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, it's a great story though. And it builds on themes of, of, you know, the great myth, the hero's journey, it's called. Uh, Mr. Lucas was heavily inspired by Joseph Campbell's uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, which basically this book was, I think, written in 48. And it takes all the myths throughout throughout time, going back to ancient times, and basically says, we've been telling the same narrative for thousands of years. It's the hero's journey. It's the reluctant hero's journey that has to go discover himself, you know, at a certain point, reject the journey. I don't want to do it. I don't, I'm not up to the task and finally being pushed into it and overcoming. But basically, I I mean, it's a formula as old as, as 
as old as the modern narrative or ancient narrative. And all, and and one of the only movies to ever break that formula is Back to the Future. Because Back to the Future, he doesn't choose. He gets into the DeLorean, he's thrust back in time, and now he just has to survive. He didn't mm. choose crap. Yeah. So so literally, Back to the Future... The whole movie's is one a of rejection. The, of yeah, the exactly. <laughs> so Back to the Future is the only movie that completely breaks that that traditional formula in the first one. Well, and then he also, I mean, he he took a lot from Flash Gordon, uh, Akira, uh, Akira Kurosawa films, Dune. He stole so much from Dune. Uh, oh, yeah. That was a book already at that time. Uh, David Lynch and George Lucas counted out 16 uh, things that were stolen from Dune for Star Wars. And they're <laughs> like, the odds of that being a coincidence is is greater than all the stars in the universe. And then, of course, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey is the other big inspiration. And he actually used a lot of people that worked on Stanley Kubrick's 1968 film, 2001. Um, But just, I mean, I love 2001. It's one of my favorite movies. It's my favorite sci-fi movie. But it is so different than Star Wars. Star Wars made it commercial, made it exciting and action-packed and relatable and simple themes of good versus evil, white versus dark, uh, light versus dark, um, and, uh, you know, father versus son and all of that stuff and, and really made this timeless classic that everybody across all races, cultures, time periods can relate to, except for Mrs. Bischoff, who fell asleep. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what I liked better than Star Wars? Hmm. Spaceballs. Ah, yes! 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 That, that's... We gotta clap to that one. Oh, Spaceballs. I just thought that was absolutely great. It was hilarious. It, it really was, was. Yeah. I mean, of course you needed Star Wars. On Star Wars, you know? I mean, just, yeah. Well, yeah, you don't have Spaceballs if you don't have Star Wars. Right, I mean, right. that was that was probably uh, uh, Mel's, one of his crowning achievements was had to be Spaceballs. That movie was hilarious. Oh, it was. And I wish Rick Moranis would come back. They were going to do Spaceballs 2 at some point, and it's just fizzled away. And now they're all in their 90s. Well, not Rick Moranis. But, you know, <laughs> well, you know creators. why he left, don't you? Why he left acting? I do, I do, yeah, yeah, because of his his wife died, and, right? And you he, know, he was chose raising to raise his, the kids. Yeah, no, very admirable. People still ask him, like, why aren't you going to come back and do Ghostbusters, dude? And he's like, why do I have to go relive something I did thirty years ago? I'm okay. <laughs> he's almost like, 40 unapo- years. yeah, almost forty years. He's unapologetic about it. He's just like, I have no reason to go back and be in a funny ghost movie i well you know i you, raised kids i'm yeah i'll see ghost space balls too though i want to see space yeah, balls too. right <laughs> but you know when you live through when you live through a tragedy it gives you a different perspective on life yeah. you know and he did live through a tragedy with with the loss of his wife and you know very admirably like you said chad choosing to raise his kids and you know when you go through something like that your priorities change you know it's it's not as important anymore probably to him to to be in a movie much like luke in star wars a new hope you know luke, luke to come luke, back to his, star wars 
his aunt and uncle get vaporized. It's actually very graphic and and disturbing uh, because yeah. it's this family friendly stuff. But you see two charred corpses, and it's it's really uh, fantastic acting. It's a it's it's one of my favorite moments in all of cinema when when they get vaporized. Luke- <laughs> well, well, his reaction to it. You don't see it. You see him go back. He's rejected. He doesn't want to go with Ben Kenobi. He's rejected yep. the journey. But And he goes back home and he finds the Empire had done this to his aunt and uncle who raised him like their own son. And and the music swells. The score. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. And you got the two sons... A great uh, shot of the two sons on Tatooine, and oh, yeah. and and the 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 way Luke is just the look on his face and the wind blowing in his hair and sort of a tear, uh, it's just a tremendous moment. And without that tragedy, you know, Luke doesn't go on the journey um, and and save the universe from the evil Imperial government. So that was my my ham fisted way of trying to tie it back to the movie. <laughs> good 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 tie back good tie in there. Much no, like Rick I, Moranis. I think I think you I, I think one of the things that you said on this that really rings true is you know between Jaws and Star Wars you know sci fi had been it was kind of like on the outs like you it it wasn't mainstream it wasn't the thing everybody was going it made it cool it made it cool for everyone and it really did make make sci-fi and thrillers and all that stuff a, a lot more interesting i think when you imagine that this movie was was a it's a its budget was originally 8 million dollars and then they they kept running out of money and they got it went up to 11 million dollars almost didn't get made so many problems with it 11 million dollars this movie's made almost 800 million the franchise sold for what was it a billion or 2 billion to to disney and they've made so many spinoffs, other movies, merchandise, uh, graphic novels, everything under the sun, video games, anything you could slap a Star Wars logo on. And it and it, it, it started with a, a nothing film that was supposed to be, uh, was not on it anybody's was radar. At. It, it was, was laughed, laughed at. at. Did George and, Lucas and, it, it, do anything and, else? And, he had done American Graffiti before this. Yes. And THX 1138. Anything after? And... And Disney, <laughs> hold on, and Disney announced the sale for Indiana four, Jones for over four billion dollars. Man, wow, four billion dollars is what they acquired it. And then Goodness Disney gracious. screws it up. <laughs> yeah. Now they're going back and getting him more involved. And word on the street is they're trying to like fix the last three and maybe like redo them, retcon them, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And kind of pretend that it didn't exist. Well, because you know? nobody, nobody wants these are these are childhood heroes. Nobody wants to see. Uh, no one wants to see Han Solo get killed by his own son. No one wants to see Luke. But that was this, his own. He demanded it, or he wasn't going to do the movie. He said, "If I ever do Star Wars again, I'm no gonna one wants off. to see it." I, I mean, what? I'm just I saying, did not want to see it. It was his decision. I did not want to decision. see it. It's like, oh my no. gosh, I would rather he not come back and do the movie than. See him getting killed off by his son, you know? What they did to Luke in episode eight, I I will die mad about making the greatest hero in cinema, this little whiny farm boy become the the hero of the universe. 
And they just made him this bitter old man who's living alone on an island, completely rejecting and he, and he, and he just dies alone on a, on a rock. It, it's sad. Yep. And then, and then what they did to Carrie Fisher in the, in the, in episode nine is just, no one wants to see their heroes go through that. And the only one left is, is Lando and Chewie. And, and what's it's just so sad. And what's crazy about that whole thing is he's supposed to be the greatest Jedi of all time and all, you know, in the universe. And literally, you never see him really fight that much. You never actually see him become completely badass, except for in The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. spoiler alert here, and The Mandalorian is 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 awesome. It was a little slower for me, but as a TV series. But you're starting to kind of see in the Disney world that they're building with the shows, they're bringing Luke back. And they're bringing him into the shows, and it's and he's actually really amazing in it. And you're getting to see what he what he was supposed to be. I'm not afraid to tell you that. Admit that I I cried at the end of Mandalorian season two when Luke came back and he was kicking butt and saving the day. And it's like, there's my Luke. There's the hero. There's the guy that <laughs> that, that overcame all that stuff. And you know, another part of it is the the redemption story of of Darth Vader. I mean, yep. who doesn't like a good redemption story? You've got the most evil character. Yeah. You know, they're, they're literally blowing up planets with a death star. They are, <laughs> he's, he's choking people out with his mind. He doesn't care. He's trying to manipulate his kids and that his son will not give up on him. Dad, I know there's still good in you. And, and even, even he's willing to lay down his life rather than turn on his father. And at the end, when, uh, at the you know the end of Emperor, uh, Return of the Jedi when he takes off his helmet and he says you were right you were right about me like there was still good in him and he he saves the day I, I mean it just ah why really can't good. Hollywood do this stuff this simple redemption stuff everybody loves a good redemption story and and we need some clear cut good guys and bad guys too like Luke and Leia and what did what did you think about that hairstyle the uh, the Hair like a continental breakfast with the two uh, Leia's hairstyle with the uh, <laughs> uh, the croissants on the side of her head. Uh, did I you ever do your hair like so that for Halloween? Bizarre. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I thought that was so bizarre, and and in some regards, I thought it was a little bit sexist how they dressed her. Mm. You know. What do you mean? Can you describe this? <laughs> Yeah, I think you know Just what kidding. I'm talking don't, about. Yeah. Don't, actually, now that I say that. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. Carrie Fisher so good looking? She yeah. was just so beautiful in the 70s and 80s. Yes, she was. I did not like her Star Wars hair. <laughs> it was pretty I don't bizarre. talk about looks on this show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. That's, that's right. Chad does not talk about looks on this show. I learned that from the last session. Uh, session the american pie <laughs> yes <laughs> is it is it true that chad recommended to you and mr bishop that you watch boogie nights oh my gosh he did oh <laughs> and i have never forgave him that is hard to believe that i actually sat through that whole movie that movie was be- disgusting you couldn't make it through Star Wars, but you made it all the way through almost three hours of Boogie Nights. Sometimes I question your motives. 